This is Paddock 43, the podcast, your weekly rundown giving you all things F1 from both on and off the track. From races, trades, rumours, the lifestyle and all the things that come with the F1 world. We are Amy, L, and Pat. Let's get into it. Hello, Amy. It is just you and I tonight. Hi, Elle. Today, tonight. <laughs> where is Pat? She is, where is she? She's I in Paros. Is she? No, yeah, I think she's on our honeymoon right now. Oh, I can't keep track. We can't keep track. She's everywhere, up, down, everywhere, but she just got married. She is officially Whoop. a married woman. She is officially taken off the market, but she's still with us. On the market. Spirit. With Paddock 43. <laughs> Yeah, so she couldn't join us tonight. What do you mean that she's on the market with Paddock 43? What does it even mean? I'm like trying to compute that in my brain right now. (laughs) I think this is what happens when there is a a break during F1 races. I lose my mind. Yeah, because the week is not structured anymore. Yeah, I got to the weekend and I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. There's nothing to watch except we did watch. Pat get married instead of watching F1. I know. So and full nice. disclosure, we were behind the DJ booth <laughs> watching Pat get married. It was great. Very fun way to go that. But yeah, I reckon that's what happens when there's no F1 weekend, like race weekend. You just sort of lose track for me anyway. And then I don't know what I'm doing half the time. I'm like. I forget hmm. what's happened, what's coming up. And I'm like, where are we? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I couldn't believe that Singapore's this weekend. Japan's next weekend. Yeah, so we yeah. have a double header with Singapore and Japan. Yeah. Break. Mm-hmm. And, then and then going to Qatar. Qatar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and then we head to the US. Mm. That's right. Hopefully Danny will be back in yes. Qatar. Yep. Latest Austin. Well, I hope. We hope because I don't know. Liam's coming in hot for that seat. <laughs> no matter what, I think Danny's definitely back by Vegas. And I think that's all he probably cares about at this point. Yeah, that's all I would care but about. I'd be like, get me on the track of Vegas. Did you see his stitches? Yeah, it's insane. That is a hefty, hefty scar. Yeah. They have put some some decent they, they've size. Gone, they've gone deep and Yeah. Ah, I wonder actually how big the break was. Oh, surely there's some big screws in there. That's that's not a you know, we're no doctors here, but that's not any like quiet little break that just comes straight back into a car. Like surely not. No. I just can't He'll see be him. I don't know. After seeing that scar, I'm like, maybe he won't be back by Qatar. I was loving seeing the rumours being like, he's coming to Singapore. He's going to be in Singapore. They might have him as reserve driver. And I was like, no, no, he's not. That's just dumb. No. What planet? He's not going to be in Japan next week. He's not going to be. It's just I don't even know Qatar. Like I know there's another break, but. Mm. No, I don't think he'll be back. Well, he's, yeah, he's back training. Um, did love watching him sing Taylor Swift on. Did he say Taylor yeah, Swift? Yeah, he was doing an interview on a podcast and he was singing Taylor Swift and it was great. And then they were Wait, like. Wait, he was singing Taylor Swift? Yeah, he was oh, singing Taylor Swift. I thought you said he saw Taylor Swift. No. And I was like, oh. oh. he probably sees Taylor Swift all the time. <laughs> True. <laughs> Who's more famous, Taylor Swift or Daniel Ricciardo? It's like when he was at the Met Gala, was it? Earlier this year yeah. or last year, I think it was this year, and Anne Hathaway yeah, was like checking him out, like looking up and down, and then she came over and been like, I'm a huge fan. No, but did you see those other videos where it's like her publicist was next to her and she ha- asked her publicist who it was? Really? Yeah. I don't know. That, it could be all a load of Surely bollocks. not because they filmed a conversation with her before. Yeah, well, apparently, apparently she like goes to her publicist and was like, who's that? 
And maybe she's she was like, double checking. Oh yeah, maybe. Another mistaken identity was Melbourne Grand Prix this year. Mm-hmm. I'm just like having a good old happy time in the pit after Sunday race. Taking photos. We all know that I was being an absolute pest in the pit. Sure. In the paddock club. Horror. Um, and I have a photo of Dylan Alcott, famous tennis player. Mm-hmm. Talking to Oscar Piastri. I had no idea. I just took a photo of them. <laughs> I knew who Dylan was. I was there Wait. with Dylan for a bit. And I was like, do you guys want a photo? I just took a photo. I don't even <laughs> register in my brain it was Oscar. If Didn't anyone you? that uh, – my face right now, I'm just – <laughs> What is I just didn't what? Even, I always look at this photo and I'm like, how did I not know? I feel like, like he wait was he in the, was he in yeah F one gear yeah oh, okay I was gonna say if he if he was in like regular stuff with a cap on maybe a little no. bit like incognito it was full fun. in his like McLaren kit oh you this fucked is up. like I reckon <laughs> twenty thirty minutes after the podium twenty minutes max maybe. I just I don't I don't know how to respond to that. I look at it. I look at it all the time. Can can I see it? (laughs) I want to see it. I really want to see it. Yay! Oh my god! Okay, we have a photo. (laughs) How did you not know? (laughs) Yeah. So Amy's looking at the photo right now. It's like fairly (laughs) obvious. Oscar is right in there. My mum's even in the shot. Yeah, your mum's there. Your your mum seems to be having a great time and admiring Oscar and his little smile with his. Orange yep. cap on. We've got one of the OzGP board members there as well. Like yeah. everyone is there, mm. and I just didn't compute. But your brain was not there. <laughs> My brain was not there. <laughs> it was not there at all. <laughs> like he's still in his race suit. Mm. It's just hanging down. <laughs> oh my god, I'm an idiot. Anyway. <laughs> I go in spirals in my head thinking about where Danny Ricardo is actually going to be next year. What's happening with Liam Lawson? Mm. Checo. I was like, Checo's out in my mind. I, I do have something to say about Checo. Mm. I find it really unfair that people are going so hard on him. Yeah. Because if you, if you were to put him in a car with a regular driver, he'd be going fantastic this season. People would be like, he's amazing. Like, yeah, he like kind of crashes and qualifying sometimes but I was gonna say, how many qualifying and practice but <laughs> how many of them don't how many of them actually can come back from starting in positions in the lower 10 yeah to finishing where he's finishing yeah exactly it's but it's pretty then phenomenal it's only because he has max verstappen mm. as his teammate really because if he had lance stroll well yeah well, sergio is flying then maybe he's, that's where he needs to go he's still ranked second on the driver's championship but maybe that's where he needs to go. Maybe he does need to go to Aston. Yeah. <laughs> no? No no deal? Well, I nah. mean, Helmut really didn't do any favours for Checo this weekend, especially this is Singapore's his 250th Grand Prix. Yeah, and Checo's very good around Singapore. Yeah. Well, he won last year. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I think we need to discuss what happened with the Helmut comments because it was hushed a little bit on social media. I think I that, saw it everywhere. Well, I saw it everywhere and then I saw it die down very quickly. Really? So it seemed like mm. these PR machines were just coming out being like, nah, we've got to like reel it off and yeah. get it back off because it, there was a taste of racism in it. I was going to say, because he yeah. is like, he is known for saying quite controversial oh, things. Oh, yeah. I mean, we said that the other week. He goes against anything that Christian says. <laughs> Literally. But then bringing someone's race into. Yeah. 
not okay. His perception of Sergio's performance. Not okay. Mate, it's not okay. You're an F1 driver. You're only F1. You work fucking hard. Yeah. I'm sorry. They all do. You can't not be. So Helmut stated, we know that he has problems in qualifying. He has fluctuations in form. He is South American and he is just not as completely – is that it? As completely focused in his head as Max Verstappen or um, Sebastian Vettel. It's just like very (laughs) polarising comments against each other. Like – to bring, yeah, to bring yeah. in his cultural heritage, it's just like... like what, what's the point in saying that? Mm. He is a rock but star around well, the world. Mexico is actually technically North America. Like that that's also just a bit of racism within that, surely. Just sort of bulking people together, right? Yeah, I mean like... It's stereotyping. In terms of saying like where a driver's from, like it's fine. Kind of like... I think that's fine, but get it right. We always... <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, North America, not South America. And Mexico. We'll say that Lando Norris is from mm, the UK. I- England. Yeah. Or yeah. Oscar Piastri is from Australia. But then I guess when you put it in that context of saying that's why he's not performing. Yeah. It makes no difference where you come from. I'm sorry. But yeah. And then all the controversial Ma- comments that Helmut's been saying lately. You know, he's even saying that, you know, Lando is coming to Red Bull now. Like, that's not out of the question. He's had conversations with Lando. Like, I don't – he's just trying to say the opposite of people's, like, thoughts, especially Christian Horner's. I reckon that's always happened. But, yeah, no, Seb Vettel, he's not coming back. As much as I would love him to see him oh, back I'd in love the car, to see him back, but That'd be pretty fantastic, particularly with Singapore this weekend and that being one of his, like, you know, hottest tracks of all his wins. Mm. But yeah, not this weekend, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Helmut Marker, he's 80 now. I mean, good on him for still working. That's obviously keeping him active. I don't want to be retired by then. Same. I mean, there are other ways to stay active than surely at 80, like flying around the world. I mean, he'd have his private jet, wouldn't he? Mm. Would he have a private jet? Probably. He's probably doing it in style. Mm. I'd yeah, imagine probably. he's doing it in style. But yeah, I guess well. for people that didn't know, he was also an Austrian former racing driver yeah. and then just retired. Worked his way up the ranks and now he is the Red Bull consultant. Which I always think is so funny. <gasps> How? Because Christian Horner is team principal. Um, There's a lot going on and I think one of the corners of the internet that I would like to delve into oh is, God. oh yes, there's many dark corners of the internet. This isn't so dark though, but Liam Lawson, I I want to... I want to know what's happening with him. So he's getting quite a bit of PR time at the moment. Red Bull's really mm-hmm. making the effort to put him in front of the camera on social media. They took a photo of him and Christian, put that up. He's in the Red Bull gear though. Mm. I don't think he's going to Red Bull next year. Mm-mm. No way. No. no. He's not but ready for that. But then also like side note is m- maybe like what if Red Bull do want a young junior driver to actually – well, no, I think like they trained him in the AlphaTauri. Like uh, AlphaTauri is supposed to be bringing out these cars to yeah. Singapore, which are like the old Red Bulls, right? So, you know, they're going to be competing, you know, getting closer to that. But, you know, he got 11th last week in Monza. Not last week, the week before. Forgot that we had a I break. I always do that. I know. Yeah. Um, he said that he felt like he was faking it, which is an interesting comment to Wait, make. what do you mean? Like he just felt like he fluked it because the, co- the oh Liam thought that yeah because this it. corner of the internet ah. is like he's so much better than Yuki blah you blah blah. Are you on Reddit? 
I don't know where, where I am. You? I don't know where <laughs> I am at the moment. I just told you it's a corner of the internet. <laughs> where is this corner? <laughs> it's somewhere. Um, that yeah. I like so keeping secrets. <laughs> I'll have to find a no, tab no, for no, you in my fine. million tabs. But Liam is like, you know, everyone's saying that Liam has been performing better than Yuki just because Liam got 11th last week. It's kind of a slap in the face to Yuki. Yuki didn't even start. <laughs> like, of but course Yuki he was, does have like, of course obviously. he's going to perform better than Yuki. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, come on, let's just cool your jets, everyone. And he was so, so close to getting a point. It's like that, that's what's going to be interesting. But like I think regardless of what happens this year, I just don't know if Checo's going to stay in that Red Bull seat. Mm-hmm. I can see Red Bull taking Danny back, mm-hmm. not for performance. They've got Matt's for performance. I think they the thing that they are missing, if I put on my like marketing PR lens, the thing that Red Bull are missing right now is personality. And that re- being no, but like being relatable to people, <laughs> they've got like they're not connecting to anyone. Yeah, they're not because mm. you've got two very serious guys competing. Like, how are you going to bring in new young fans except for the fact that you're winning? Whereas they bring in Danny, everyone likes him. He's always having a joke, and he's probably going to perform well in the Red Bull. I mean, we don't know what he's going to do when he did that test at Silverstone. He did like they said he mm. would have been in the top ten on the grid. The lap time he got, who fucking knows? If that's yeah, true. they can always. But they can fluff around all that stuff all they want. And then, you know, Yuki, he doesn't have a contract for next year. Yeah. So I can I see just, Yuki and Liam at... Just when this upper. all blows up, it's going to blow up. Oh, yeah. This is going to be Can it just hurry season. up? This I just want it question. to drop. This is when is it going to happen? Is it going to happen like before the season ends? Is it going to happen after? Do Liam's going to get a contract? They might keep him as reserve driver still. Just because Checo isn't out until the end of next year. Yeah, but we know, we know that like that doesn't matter. We've seen mm. people like still have contracts and they're like, yeah, but it's out. because like he's still good. He's still second on the drivers' championship. Mm. He's still getting like he's still got points. He's getting back there. <laughs> he's climbing back up the grid. He's <laughs> kind of crashing last. Wow, <laughs> someone is defending Checo so hard. I am. I am. <laughs> I like um, yeah, I like Checo as well, but I'm just looking at the two sides of the coin here of like what are the possibilities. And I think I like Danny being back with Max Moore from I, a I, fan I entertainment zone and that they could still win the drivers um no, the team uh, championship. Mm, no, I do I do like that, but now because Danny did his hand, that's going to give them less time to gauge Danny's performance. Yeah, he still has, like, Which what, you'll have four or five races at the end of the season? Well, we've got eight left. Yeah. So he'll probably, probably miss the next, four. like, three. Yeah, he'll probably have about yeah. four left. Because um, then maybe we might not see any of this kind of unfold until, like, mm. the, like December, January. I reckon we'll know more by Vegas. Because, <laughs> yeah, there's, like, one side where I'm like, yes, no, Danny will go to Red Bull. But then the other side, I'm like, no, they're going to keep him in Alpha Tauri. Build Liam up a little bit more and then when Checo's done in 2024, then go mm. switcheroo. Well, Joe Granu doesn't have a contract at Alfa Romeo nope. next year. Logan nope. Sargent doesn't have a contract at Williams next year. Well, Joe did state that his priority is to stay with Alfa. So you reckon he's going to he do that? Wanna, yeah, I think so. Like I think he wants to stay but then if… This is going to be a lot of people watching their performance at the yeah. moment. 
Especially mm. Logan. Oh my God, poor Logan. Poor Logan. My heart hurts for well, him. I think Alex Albon has stated that he wants to stay at Williams. Yep. So yeah. I don't think he's moving. I think that's like yeah. I do. I like final. that. I do like Alex and Williams. He kind of suits like the Williams. But then maybe <laughs> that's where Yuki would go. So I say if Checo stays at Red Bull, and then it's a Danny Liam Lawson at AlphaTauri, which love the Aussie New Zealand. Oh my god, that there. would be fantastical. And then Alex and Yuki together at Williams if Logan goes. Yeah, I think I like that combination. There's a lot of silence on the back end. Here, I know. I'm, my I'm brain watching. Is I'm like watching like over. the clogs tick over in Amy's brain, like thinking like, like hmm. I feel like we need a whiteboard here to like move. I know. Around. I do. I'm like <laughs> I, I'm trying to picture it in my head, and I'm like, okay, like. <laughs> oh, there's so much going on. Like the silly season just isn't ending. At least it's like dragging out, and there's all this interest. But yeah. like something else that's interesting that's popped up, and I know that you know we have talked about it before that we would have loved to go to Las Vegas. Vegas. But maybe we still could if we can come up with the money. Maybe. Um, because <laughs> Just to spend $50,000. Um, ticket sales are not doing so well. Not sold out. Aren't though. they? No. Well, yeah, because so they're so expensive. Yeah, well, GA, $500 for one day. For one day. One day. Okay, in this economy. For one day, you have to, and you have to stand. Is US? Yeah. 500 US yeah. a day. Yeah. yeah. I can't afford to breathe. Yeah, I know. It's how how is anyone going to be able to afford that? Well, this is this list because it keeps going up. Like the next ticket is about eight thousand dollars. I think that's like a grandstand and a dinner. Um, (laughs) Then obviously we start going to the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like um, I was reading on the ticket sales at some of them. Like you're staying at like X Y Z hotel and it says Uh, does not include Wi Fi. And I'm like, how is it 2023 and we're not including Wi Fi? Wait, doesn't include Wi Fi? Yeah, it's like a fifty thousand dollar ticket. Like the hotel doesn't include Wi Fi. (laughs) First of all, what hotel doesn't have Wi Fi? Because I think then you have to get that little card and pay extra for Wi Fi. Oh my god, (laughs) Las Vegas, get your shit together. Uh, But this is this is like the funniest (gasps) one. So some tickets you buy like a package for ten people, right? So you get ten. So you take, you know, nine of your friends with you. I don't have nine friends. Oh, okay. (laughs) No, I do. I'll come with you. (laughs) But then only eight of you can go meet a driver. So two of you. So two can't go. That's in the package. That's in the package. So say goodbye, bye. Two of the. Oh my god! Like rock paper scissors. Like you have to, because you couldn't be like, okay, who's gonna miss out? Well, there's some ticket called um, the Emperor package. It's $5 million. Uh, what? Yeah. And it's a terrace in on top of Nobu, I think. And I think that looks over the track. Fits about 75 from memory. Um, and I From memory? Have you been there? No. <laughs> this is when I was like reading about this and my <laughs> mind was just like boom, 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 boom. Um, I think. <sighs> I hope and I think I understand that you also get accommodation with those for those 75 people. Oh, my God. You would expect that in a oh. 5 million thing. But yeah. you only get 12 paddock passes. And for $5 million. Yes. 12 <laughs> paddock said, passes. And driven by a Rolls Royce. And I was like, Lovely. is that one Rolls Royce? Like are we like all getting in the car like as little like – Little minions, like little um, minions, or like clown car, like what the fuck's around, like watching all these like very wealthy people being like fighting over. Um, But the bonus is they get to see Adele. Yeah, your silence is everything. Like I'm pretty sure you're that wealthy. Like that's like the bonus that you want to see Adele. If you can pay five million dollars, you'd probably be able to like pay to go backstage at Adele as well. 
you could probably fly to Adele to your home for dinner. True. A private party. Yeah. Yeah. So Las Vegas. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I, 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 mm, I once tried looking at the tickets and I just refused to go any deeper because I was like, this makes me <laughs> sick. It's ridiculous that they're expensive. actually charging that much money. Like, yeah, I get it's going to be special. I, well, I get it. It's going to be like it's an eight hundred million dollar infrastructure investment that they've done. So I get that. And then also to put it on, but and then they're insane. also charging every hotel restaurant fifteen hundred dollars per person that has a view of the track. <laughs> <laughs> How unfortunate if you're there, like I don't know, just. By chance on a holiday and you're just trying to but it's not dinner. it's not for the person it's the business that has to pay that what yeah yeah it's the business that has to pay this. but the business has been there before the track was to there the F- yeah but they apparently have to pay that to the f1 how <laughs> i don't know what the fuck i just remember reading that and i was like wait a hot second are they, are they mentally okay over there? I'm so I confused. mean, like, we don't want to shit talk in you because you'd like to come. But oh, you know. we really want to be there. But, but wow. we can't afford it. Someone yeah. did say, we did, like, put up on TikTok being like, we want to go, but we can't afford it. And someone was like, I'll donate $50 to your fund. And thank you. I was like, oh, thank you. Seriously, shout fund. out to Henry. He was like, $50, here you go. Go um, fund. Go fund <laughs> the girls. <laughs> We're obviously. Maybe um, we should just sell some feet pics. <laughs> Does anyone want some feet pics <laughs> out there? Maybe that's how we get to oh, like Las Vegas Grand Prix. That's a bit messed up. Maybe, I mean, I even want to go to Singapore. I was looking at Singapore and I was like, I can't afford these prices so at the moment. I was but like, oh. Ah, well. I can't. I can't. Well, my car <laughs> declined for coffee today, so that's where I'm at. My car declined oh, yeah, buying true. tacos before. Across <laughs> the road before we started this. <laughs> that was uh, embarrassing when they have to come are. chase you down <laughs> and you're like, shit, sorry. Like, I'm so <laughs> sorry about that. Oh, okay. Um, Have you seen the stuff on the FIA and the Flexi Wing? No. Talk to me. So. What's happening? There's a bit of a grey area in the rule book and it states, I've got the regulation, all aerodynamic components or bodywork influencing the car's aerodynamic performance must be rigidly secured and immobile. But there's been like ways around this where it's like they have – hidden one-way mechanisms and like move like with the movable parts concealed by rubber what (laughs) wait so who's hiding who's hiding rubber so it's like certain parts on the car and like the aerodynamic bits they're they're all supposed to be kind of yeah like secured in but they've got bits that are flapping about Oh, my God. Flapping, flapping, flapping. So what happens now? Um, So the FIA has demanded to see all design drawings of wings ahead of Singapore. Just and Singapore? And they have to check. So it's not like check well, for like next it, year it, or check current it, cars? It'll be – it'll probably be like every race now. So what's going to happen if they're not fine compliant? I'm not compliant? too sure. But apparently I got told – I got told. You got told? Who are you speaking to Who at the FIA? Who speaking to? <laughs> But apparently Red Bull has had flexi elements since 2021. Oh. Mic drop. All right. And imagine. So that is one to absolutely watch then. Yeah. So like (laughs) the other thing, I'll I'll just read what it says, is the directive focuses on areas such as the use of soft trailing edges on wings that could lead to flexing in high speeds and the use of rubber in specific areas to aid deflection and improve performance. 
So does it improve the performance? Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm like, you're the technical guru in this. But I'm like, I need a, I need a drawing in front of me, I reckon. I know, yeah. Um, yeah. Is that increasing speed? Yeah. Because I'm, it's increasing the aerodynamics. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be the airflow. Yeah. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, there yeah, su- supposedly Red Bull has had a flexi element since 2021. And that's kind of like when they're, they started. Oh, when they started skyrocketing yeah. it up. So, this could be a way to actually throw off Red Bull, kind of like what happened to Mercedes. I wonder if they're found to not be compliant with it. If they would take championships away. A little bit spicy. But then as well, because there is, it was a grey area. So, it's like, surely mm. you can't head on the chopping block for something that had a loophole. Yeah, everyone's going to find loopholes. Yeah, what, what it would be is like then they would close that loophole and they would say, this is the go now. Mm. Yeah. And moving forward, yeah, everything has to be changed and we will see what happens there. Oh, Singapore. Watch this space. So it's all going to come out. Mm-hmm. Gonna be hella spicy. Well, speaking of spicy. Singapore is spicy. Singapore is spicy. There's spicy food in Singapore. The weather will be spicy. <laughs> Rain it predicted. Is there rain now? <laughs> yes. Did oh, we know? shit. Yeah. No, I didn't say that. Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, rain predicted and 31. But it's like we know that Singapore kind of like rains. Well, it's at human. Yeah. But it's 80% humidity, right? For it to show on the radar. Yeah, but I feel like in humid climates, it always needs to, it always shows. It's like if you travel up to mm. Port Douglas in Queensland and Australia, it's just. Yeah. It'll show rain, but then it'll shower for like five minutes and then yeah. move along. Well, as long as it's not like last year where it was torrential downpour and delayed by an hour and all of that sort of stuff because it's not like... I like a downpour. Yeah, but not when it's delayed by an hour and it's also not like the easiest track for these drivers. Like it's so hot and they're starting at 8 p.m. So they're like their mental game preparing for that whole day Mm. would be nuts. For us here in Australia, the race is on at 10 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time here in Melbourne. That's a bit nice. Which is nicer because the last few races have been at 11. So it's better than the 1 a.m.s. Yeah, it's a lot better than the 1 a.m.s. As soon as we're out of like Singapore and Japan, we're into 4 a.m. race times. So. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I'll actually get up at the same time as my partner who gets up at 4 a.m. Yeah, same you as actually you. get, yeah. Yeah. We'll have to chat and watch the I race. I'll be like, guys, <laughs> I'm awake. You'll be like, what the hell? You're like, I sleep. All What's happening? Well, it's, you know, it's a not an easy track. It's also a really bumpy track. Singapore gets um, compared to Monaco because mm. of its characteristics. Yeah. But well, I think, do you prefer Monaco or Singapore? I think Singapore. Singapore. I like the I don't know. I'm torn because they're both very different mm. in my mind as well. Yeah. It's like similar kind of yeah characteristics in, ter- mm. in terms of it being like narrow and yeah. slow corners. Well, Singapore's got a bit of a track change. Mm. The track change is fun. They've just decided to yeet Sector 3, <laughs> the last, not you know, not yeet Sector 3, but the corners out of Sector 3, they are just gone. The yep. four, was it four 90-degree turns? Yeah, and well. they've turned it into one long Yeah, turn straight. 16 to turn 19 is one straight. So I think there's a mm. tight little, like, chicane turn at turn 16. Yeah, and then it kind of Super, goes. super tight one, and then it's just straight. Yeah. But I think that's going to make it interesting. It'll make it interesting because... Red Bull aren't too good on the slow corners, but they're good on far, like the straights. So now no, I thought re- like it's, it's the other way around. Red Bulls aren't it? good on the straights. That's why I was saying the Williams are really fast on the straights last week in Monza. I thought Red Bull were good on the. Maybe they are too, but everyone was talking about the Williams. So I think that's where Alex Albon's going to 
pop on up mm. because also though that that um, turn new turn at turn 16 it's so short and tight that it's medium speed as well so they're not going slow they're not going yeah. hard like they're all just got to get around it sure yeah so and then to come into it and then they're knowing that they're going into a big turn and there'll be so many more overtaking mm. opportunities what's well, the biggest change since they've um since 2013 when they had the um singapore sling how is only a temporary change though yeah i yeah. think it's there for construction yeah because there's construction going on or something yeah so what are on they doing i don't know i I thought it was like for some like entertainment grump like not grump break grandstand thing something or another I don't know I don't it's know. temporary Whatever. but well end up like quicker lap times mm. less what is it demand on the brakes which would be better for mm. tire management and stuff because they always say that the tires or well, if it's humid and a bumpy yeah, track and yeah. wet like tires going into those corners before mm. would always overheat so yeah. having this straight allows them to cool down and yeah just improve it's gonna tire be interesting. performance. Which would be good because speaking about tyres, Pareti. 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 Oh, that makes me miss Pat. I know. <laughs> she would be here saying We've that. Actually, we're actually recording a mini after this. Mm. There's going to be so many names we are going to butcher. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> we didn't even think about that. I know. <laughs> oh, no. Mm. Pat, if you're listening, we're really sorry. And also very sorry for our international listeners because it's been popping off in Europe and um, in South America and everywhere at the moment, our listenership, yeah. which has been really cool to see. Welcome, to the, welcome to the fam, guys. Welcome. Yeah, um, so sorry. What were you going to say sorry. about tyres before we get distracted? <laughs> <laughs> Those are the object for this C3, 4 and 5. So, yeah, the softest ones. Yeah, well, you hope because it's going to be hot. I mean, imagine if they decided to get the hards out because it's raining. I think there's going to be a good chance this weekend for like some sort of accident, safety cars. I don't know. Like we do know that Checo last year when he won, he didn't know that he'd won for two and a half hours after the race because there were so many safety cars last year that they said that he was actually, um, he left too much distance between him and a safety car. So like he was getting an advantage of that. Um on two separate occasions, like within the race last year. Um, and yeah, so they were like, the FIA gave him a penalty because, and they only gave him a five second penalty, which then meant he still did win in front mm. of Charles. Yeah. Yeah. And I then Carlos came third. Yeah. I don't remember. As I've said, memory of a flea. <laughs> memory of a flea. Do yeah. you remember the Mark Webber Alonso incident in 2013? Yes. Um, Iconic. Alonso does well at Singapore. Yeah. Besides. Hey, someone was saying that like this is his performance that he's got to make. Like he's got to do well in this race. Otherwise he's not going to do re- well for the rest of the year. Mm. I think I think he'll do That's well. That's what people are hedging I, I think he'll be top five. I can say top five. Mm. Top five. But we'll get into predictions in a bit. But bringing yeah. it back to Alonso. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, Alonso and Mark Webber. So... Mark Webber crashed his car and Alonso gave him a lift back to the pit. Like, it's an iconic oh, photo. Mark Webber yes. is sitting no, on yes. his car. No, yes. Okay, no, yes, 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 yes. I remember this. And yeah, it yeah. cost him a 10-point grid penalty in the following race. So, <laughs> like, they were like, it's so it, stupid. But he like, was just trying to help a mate out. I know, I know. Ten but place. But then, like, imagine having to call that and be like, there's nothing in the rule book. Is there something in the rule book that says you can't give well, a driver it's a lift? Frowned back. upon, right? Because he's sitting on the front of the car, like dangerous driving. I think that's I what they're yeah. going for here. Yeah, it would but be. It's such a good photo, like iconic memory 
that one. But obviously, mm-hmm. yes, Crashgate, 2008 Singapore Grand Prix, Philippe Massa, Lewis Hamilton, Alonso, they were all involved. And if you want to hear about Crashgate, you should jump back a few episodes. Um, yeah, we, we spoke about that. Do a deep dive mm-hmm. into that. But I know that they've asked that Philippe Massa does not show up at the Singapore Grand Prix. Have they? Mm. Oh, I didn't see that. That they don't want him back in. Yeah, I wonder. But I kind of yeah. What does that actually say about the whole situation? He's not coming. I don't know, but I think it would cause a lot of like awkward, <laughs> awkward <laughs> moments. I would pay to watch all that awkwardness. Oh, I think all of us would. Like you just want to jump on the radio. That's why I'd probably pay five million dollars instead of a Las Vegas Grand Prix. Uh, uh, No, actually, I changed my mind. (laughs) I want to pay five million dollars to be Uh, in a fly on that wall. I want to be in Vegas for five million dollars. I mean, (laughs) I'd be fly on the wall, and then somehow you'd end up. Yeah, hopefully, get bit of. You'd end up in a paddock somewhere. Both, yeah, a paddock in the field of like absolutely nowhere, like three ten miles deep or something like that. That's where you go to the paddock. Um, You end up. But then as well, do you remember when um, a British tourist ran out into the track? Oh, my God. In 2015. <laughs> Shit. Singapore. So he ran, ran out, yeah, to film passing cars. And six to... <laughs> oh, my gosh, you can't he was together. <laughs> he was sentenced to six weeks in jail. That's not something I was like, oh, be. my God. You idiot. <laughs> but, like, how did he get past the marshals and... I don't, there's always Everything. somewhere to sneak out. That happened at Melbourne Grand Prix this year. People oh, yeah, got yeah. out, remember? That's like, right. And then I think they're still investigating that. I'm not actually sure what happened was there. It, was it Silverstone last year, the protesters? Yeah. Was it Silverstone? I think so. That ran out memory. onto the track? Yep. And I think they were going to do it again this year, but it got stopped as well. They really need to conceal the area a little bit better. The like, fact that people can still just run out, run out onto the track... Yes. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, uh, oh, do you remember that episode where we were saying we want to get a skateboard and go on the back of an F one car? Oh yeah, just grab on the back. Like that's exactly like that's like what Mark Webber yeah, and Alonso were doing like as well. That's just iconic. Mm. I mean, yes, very dangerous. Don't do this at home. But all eyes will be on Max Verstappen this weekend, not only for what we're about to talk about, but also because he's had a couple of disastrous. Oh, I didn't actually mean to do that. Oh, Amy's got her like hands up like spirit <laughs> fingers. <laughs> I'm looking at it. I'm like, what's spirit I'm fingers here? Excited. Um, no, he's had a few disastrous starts at Singapore. So yeah, he hasn't. He doesn't really do well. No. So 2017 um, collided like. I think it was like even in the first five se- five seconds or something like that with um, Ferrari's Seb Vettel at the time and Kimi Räikkönen. 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 Yeah, so he was out. And then obviously last year he started eighth mm. and he needed to win that to win the Because he had a shocking um, qualifying as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Last year. Yeah, yep. shocking qualifying. So he started eighth. And he obviously he started eighth place. Yeah, he finished seventh. Yeah, so Which not is a surprising good, because not a good he's one. so good at working his way back up the up the field. I reckon it's. I don't think. <sighs> I kind of. I don't know. I've just got like. I really want to speak to a psychologist about this. About how like the difference of when you are that good mentally, you would be in such a like planned day. But then when something like Singapore comes about and it's a night race, your vision's different. So everything in your brain triggers differently. 
And then you're also mm. preparing differently as well because it is later on in the day. Like surely that's like, more of a it's mental not, game. It's not really. Like because when I used to jump, we would obviously have like morning, mm. afternoon, night. Nothing ever really changed. You just kind of had to apply the exact same thing yeah. just to a different time of day. So I mean like, yeah, night ones are a little bit – they're just more boring days. Yeah. Because you're kind of sitting around ra- waiting well, that's what I'm saying. and like you don't want to – It's easy to slip out of that mental state. I mean, you're performing in front of millions. Yeah, but like in potential like wet, hot, climate. But then when you've done it for so long, you know how to prepare. You've got the team mm. around you. Like it's pretty – it just becomes second nature. Yeah. Like it's not something you really have to think about doing. It's just like it just happens. Well, the pressure will be on Max this weekend because mm. he'll know about his I disastrous really stuff. I don't think he cares about pressure at this point. I don't think he does, but the way also that everyone's human, talking so about. Like, surely you can't be that robotic. Well, I mean, there's a few scenarios for Red Bull to win the driver's constructorship. Yeah. This but, weekend. But you want to run us through what those scenarios are? But. <laughs> oh, before we do, but, there's a but. Oh, no, no. Like it does have to do with that. Um, but, yeah, if Red Bull lead the Constructors' champion by 353 points or more after the Singapore Grand Prix, they'll win the Constructors' championship. Mm. But, this is my but, Sergio has to come second, Max has to win, mm-hmm. and then Mercedes can't score a point. Yeah. Well, there's one more scenario. What's the other scenario? Red Bull 1-2, so Max, Checo, mm. up the top. Or Checo Max. Or check her max, whatever way you're going to say it. They also <laughs> have to secure fastest lap like yeah. at that point if Mercedes score one point. One point, yeah. I, I can't, can't see I can't Mercedes see not scoring a point. Because mm, Lewis is so good around mm. Singapore. Yeah. So I kind of don't really see it happening. I can't see it happening either. I mean, great. Great article it was. Oh, it was a great little pinpoint when they put it up there. I was like, that's actually so interesting yeah. to see it like written out like that. I, was I like, wish oh. I could just like, I wish I was able to look at stats and facts and then just be like, oh, yeah, and okay. then compute it in your brain and then be yeah. able to be like, oh, that's how that works. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm with you on that. <laughs> I'm like, well, six times eight. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Girl math is all that I'm doing. Yeah. I'm like, Girl math is great. oh, I got a refund on that. That means it must be free. Exactly. <laughs> like, it is. It's on sale. You didn't yeah. pay for it. Exactly. That's exactly how my brain works. Well, it's the way to do it. It's predictions. Do it. Max, I don't know. My spidey senses are tingling. Mm. I just don't think Max is going to win. I just don't think he's going to win. Do you reckon he's going to be on podium? Yeah. I'm going to be on podium. Mm. I kind of, I, I don't know why, but I, just, I see Lewis winning. Well, I said a couple of weeks ago when we we're talking about how long his streak can go for, I said 12. So he's up to 10. 11. What's he, if he does get it, what's he going to do on the podium? Do oh, yeah, that's with one. the hand, hand motions. Oh, no, you, no, you just hold up two fingers, two ones. <laughs> <laughs> two middle fingers. Fuck you and like all a, the like haters. Fl- yeah, <laughs> just goes like this. He's like, okay. That's and what like, Radio. Yeah, well, I yeah, what do you I, see? I can't see Lewis on the podium. I am thinking Max, Oscar and Checo. Oh, Oscar. Mm. I was going to say, if anything, I'd also maybe see Fernando. Yeah, so I can see Alonso there in the top five fighting with either Max or Lando for that other position. You said Oscar before. Yeah, no, no, Oscar on the podium, but in the oh, top five. Top five. So then, so in the top five, Max, Oscar, Checo, Alonso, and then Lewis and Lando fighting for fifth or mm. fourth, whatever it's going to be. I, <laughs> I also, I kind of really hope <laughs> you're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh, God. Here we go. 
Lance Stroll. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, what? I don't know where it came from. But where's it? Yeah, where is that coming from? And how? What? What? Why? Why do you think Lance is going to be on the podium? <laughs> no, oh God, not on the podium. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! 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 no. As in, I just thought he would I drive well. Because yeah. he did well in. Hold on, I have it. He might get like in the top ten. I could possibly see him in the top ten, but yeah, he, yeah. I can't see him in the top ten beating like Alex Albon and George Russell will be up there. Um, I reckon you could see. Yuki trying to sneak in for 10th position. Well, it's game six last year. And I'm pretty sure Aston Martin's – it's a good car as well. And I just feel oh, like if I, I feel like if I've just got Fernando Alonso going in for – I mean, you know what? <laughs> I'm just talking so much shit right now. But if I'm we in, do I'm see – I'm in two, two minds about that one. I don't know if I can see Lance Stroll in the top 10 at Singapore Grand Prix. But what? I do. You do. So. I do. I see him top <laughs> ten. I see him top ten. All right. Well, I don't really have. Yeah, you can buy the upper rolls next week. I if he will isn't. No, happily if, do that. Yeah, if he, I, if he is, I will buy you the upper rolls yeah. next week. Who do you think will end up performing the worst? Um, I reckon Logan Sargent's probably like <laughs> around that twentieth position. Um, and then also. Ooh. I reckon you got your Kevin Magnussen or yeah. Huckenberg there. I reckon. Mm. Joe even. Yeah, I was actually thinking Joe. I reckon. I don't know why. Twentieth position is a fight between those four. <laughs> They're fighting. Who's going to get it? <laughs> fight to the death. The Who's going to get the wooden spoon? But then as well, I wonder if like because of a bit more media around Joe, I wonder how he is being, not like in the limelight, but. They're definitely being spoken about. Yeah. And if it can add, yeah, another Whoever element of pressure. Whoever his publicist is at the moment, they're definitely pushing him up there to have like this PR presence, mm. I would say. And, you know, his contract is up. That's why also it's so teams would look at him. It's a whole mind game. Yeah. Well, there that. was a was it a photo that was posted the other day. Oh, oh my yeah. God. On, he posted on Instagram and I was like, yeah. where did that come from? No one knew. That. Yeah. It, he's completely different. They're positioning so joe is also he's obsessed with clothes and fashion and i think they're trying to rebrand showcase Mm. that as well well like he's always kind of said he's obsessed with fashion Mm. but he's never really yeah shown it a whole lot kind of like he showed it with ted kravitz ted kravitz was so funny when ted went and visited him during some downtime i can't i think they were in barcelona Mm. and they went shopping and did all this sort of stuff it was very good yeah i saw the one with pierre gasly with ted though Mm. they're very funny can't remember. Yeah. Um, and we're probably going to keep talking shmack if we keep going. So. So, if you love this episode, leave us a review. Five-star review, everybody. Five-star review. Let us know how you feel. Feel let free to message us on Instagram as well. And also, let us know how you feel about the predictions. Yeah, and let us know mm. what you think is going to happen in Singapore. Because mm. we'd love to hear your your thoughts and feelings. I cannot You're one of us. wait to turn the TV on at 10 o'clock this Me Sunday too. night and watch it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, be nice. good timings. It'll be lovely. Well, we hope you all have a lovely weekend watching Formula One again. Yes. Yay. And we will see you for a race recap next, next week. Okay. Bye. Bye.